Our problem is this. How can regular people like us, who didn't grow up with the most uplifting mentors and really only learned how to hold ourselves back, how do we create true financial freedom, true emotional or even relationship or even overall health freedoms by just understanding our strengths and doing everything our way, getting results in a way that is truly authentic to who we are? That's the problem I'm committed to solving with this podcast. My name is Eddie Villa, and it's time to unleash your strengths. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths. This is season two. Super. As you can tell, I'm very excited about season two. (laughs) I know I sound very up. I sound very pumped, don't I? Well, it's very early in the morning. Well, it's early in the morning for me right now because uh, I've been getting, I've been staying up late. Um, the new year has uh, brought on a lot of new challenges, <laughs> especially with all this goal setting stuff. Okay, but reality is, it's early. Um, it's five a.m. Uh, and Okay. Anyway, it's 5 a.m. and I'm heading over to the gym. So I just, I'm going to do, this is, uh, this episode, I just want to talk about the morning. Um, I'm, I'm, I just woke up maybe 20 minutes ago. And, um, you know, splashed some water on my face, drank a big glass of water. Of course, it's always the best thing to do first thing in the morning. And I, I didn't, I didn't do any meditation or anything. Didn't do any kind of stretching just got up and I'm, I'm heading over to the gym right now <coughs> but I just want to give you um, a real honest look at what happens to me when I go to the gym uh, I've been uh, I, I set a goal about a little over a month ago to start going back to the gym on a more consistent basis I didn't wait to the new year I just decided I was just going to start going back because I had neglected that part about my life, uh, just stopped moving. I don't, don't, don't ask me why or how these things happen. I don't know how, but it, it got weird. Like I just started to, to be afraid of going back to the gym and working out. You have to understand that I come from. For me, exercise has always been intense. It's always been an intense thing. Um, I played years of very <laughs> competitive basketball, uh, played, played in college and so on. And so when I think of exercise, all I, all the only thing I know is go hard and push yourself and sweat and, you know, and just all the, just whatever it is you think about exercise, that's, that's all, that's my norm. And so it, it kept, you know, I decided to think about these the, you know, that level of exercise as the only way to exercise. And that's stupid. I know it's completely moronic. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on the verge of turning 45 years old. My birthday is coming up in just a few days. And, um, I, I, you know, my body doesn't do that anymore. Now, does it mean that my body can't do that anymore? No, not at all. I think, I think I'm still young enough to be able to do a lot of very awesome things with my body. And so I just, 
but I neglected that movement for so long. It, it, I've got to build up to it. And so that's my goal. Anyway, long story short, I'm back at the gym, taking it step by step and finding a parking spot in the gym right now. But anyway, here's, here's the point. Um, in this episode, I want to talk about how the morning sets the tone. Because as I sound right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a, I'm going to stop recording here in just a moment. And I'm going to come back after I'm done working out. Um, and then I'm going to do the second half of this episode after I've worked out. And you're going to notice my tone is going to sound different. I'm going to be different. Like, just like that. It's just going to shift. Uh, when I work out, I like to listen to, uh, I'll listen to music and then I'll listen to an audiobook um, just to keep my mind. I like to learn while I exercise. Um, right now I'm listening to Brene Brown's Daring Greatly. And then I'm going to listen to another book. My goal is to also listen to a ton of books this year and take a bunch of trainings and just really expand my skill set. But anyway, getting back to what I'm saying is that the morning sets the tone, my friends. I honestly believe that. So getting up early with my mind focused on what it is I want to get done this week, this month, this year, you know. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> See, I sound awful. This is just bad, right? I just want to, I want to shift this mindset. This, this energy that I got going on right now is not going to work. <laughs> it's just not. I just need, I need a shift. So the best way to do that is to get my body moving, listen to some music, listen to an audiobook, come back and um, get ready to start my day. So I'll see you later. This is uh, just the first half of the episode. I'll be back for the second half. For you, it'll be instantaneous. Uh, for me, it'll be about an hour and a half. <laughs> okay. See you later. I'll be back for part two. All right, I'm back. So uh, during my workout, I was listening to some music, and then um, and then I shot I shot some baskets because I'm at the same time as you know getting back in shape is not just to be heart healthy. Obviously, that's something that's important to me. Having the family lineage that I have of men, <laughs> men. Um, Honestly, dying of heart attacks. That's such a, it's a lineage. It's, it's, it's what my grandfather and my father and my brother all passed away due to heart disease. And so obviously exercising is number one priority for me now. Uh, <laughs> again, I should say. But anyway, it's uh, also like for me, a motivation. One of the motivations for me is to get back on the basketball court. If I can run up and down a basketball court again, especially with guys that are younger than me, then I will feel like I've achieved my uh, next goal when it comes to my health is being able to knock around the younger guys <laughs> because that's, and I mean younger, like, you know, the 20s and 20 and 30 year old guys with ego. That's my favorite. The one, the 20 and 30 year olds with egos. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, that's a, that's a big motivator for me. So I, I didn't just work out. I also shot some hoops and uh, Got to work out there as well. But here's the, the thing I wanted to share with you. So obviously my workout's done and I'm heading home. Uh, I've got a shower and then I've got a, a meeting, actually a call that I'm doing in, um, in a little bit. But here's the, the deal. 
the thing that I learned, I was reading this book, um, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. And in it, she says something that makes me realize the, the biggest, scariest thing about living a full year or a life completely authentically. You know, I, I, I did a podcast, obviously, where I told you that I'm going to be doing all of 2020 fully authentically. That it's, it sounds sexier than it really is. I'll be honest with you. Because the truth is that in order to live authentically, you got to be real about the pain and struggles of life. That means getting inspired, getting all pumped, telling the whole world you want to do something, and then having to deal with the fear that shows up after you have said, I'm going to do something, right? And so um, living authentically means that I have to address that because I'm not immune to fear, okay? I don't know. I don't. I don't know who you think you are or who you think other people are. I can tell you right now, nobody, nobody escapes fear. It doesn't work. What we have to do as people is number one, be absolutely, totally clear that it's real. Don't ignore it. Don't try to hide it. Don't try to put it away. It's real. Fear is a real thing that is of value. It is not. And I repeat, it's not a hindrance unless we decide to make it. That's the deal. Fear doesn't hold us back unless we choose to allow it to hold us back. You have to understand that at some point, it's a choice that you make. Fear doesn't shut you down. Fear shows up like it always does. And you make, and we, I should say, not you, we, I'm gonna be honest, I'm the same. We make the decision to shut down because we can't handle it. The biggest thing that I can teach you is how to handle fear. Understand its value. Understand that you can do anything you want, even with the fear. But when you understand the fear, then it makes it easier. So let me explain how fear works. Fear shows up, okay, when you care the most. That's it. When you care about what it is that you want to do, fear loves it. And it shows up. And it shows up really, it's, it's, a, it's a small, very powerful, very direct voice in deeply embedded in your subconscious where you have no control. You have zero control in your subconscious. And it doesn't say words it just, it just ignites a feeling. It's not like it comes and says, oh no, you can't do that. Or, oh no, you're an idiot or whatever. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't have those words. It just, it just shows up and it's a feeling, an emotion. And it's a, it's a detractor. It shuts you down. It says no, right? It tries, it literally, it's like a feeling that comes over your body and says, you can't do this. Essentially, that's what the feeling means. You can't do this. You're going to get hurt. Something bad is going to happen. You're not good enough. No one's going to listen. You're going to fail in front of the world. You've never done it before, so why do you think you're going to do it again? You're just going to give up and blah, blah, blah. All this crap. So where I'm going to ask you to shift is I'm going to ask you to shift what you do after it shows up because you can't control it, my friends. It doesn't, you can't control it. 
but you can keep it from controlling you. Okay? And here's how the deal works is that you can sit and you can go, okay, all right, I'm having this feeling right now that I shouldn't do what I'm doing. Understand that the only reason that it's showing up is because you care. The bigger and the uglier and the nastier and the more detrimental, powerful fear shows up, the more you care. The more what you do actually is the right thing to do. Because in order to have something you've never had before, you're going to have to do things you've never done before. That makes fear a requirement to be able to navigate around. That's it. So here's what you do. You look at fear in the eye and say, thank you. I appreciate that. I really thank you so much for letting me know that there is something important I need to do right now. So yes, of course, I've never done it before. Of course, this is new. And I appreciate you reminding me. So what I would like for you to do is get in the car with me because you're going to come anyway. Sit in the passenger seat while I take the steering wheel and drive to where I'm going to go. You can remind me all day long about how this is not going to work. It's totally fine. But I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to change what I'm doing. All I'm going to do is with every word you say to me, every, every negative thought that you put into my head, which is I can't do this, I'm not good enough, I'm too fat, I'm too skinny, I'm too ugly, I'm not attractive, or I'm, attract, I'm too attractive, uh, whatever your story is, my friends. When you tell me those things, I'm going to say, thank you so much. Thank you. Keep it coming. That's totally fine because you're proving to me that I need to keep doing this. And then here is your goal. How you overcome fear is you realize you can't make it go away. All you can do is convince it that it's wrong. That's it. So then you go and you do something very small, very simple, that creates even the tiniest bit of result, even the smallest result. You do it in your strengths. You do it in your strengths so that you, when you create this tiny result, it's a result of you being you, who you are authentically. And when you find the result, the positive, even the tiniest bit of positive result that comes from it, the more and more you stack up these little results, the more and more you prove fear wrong. I'm going to tell you right now, fear is not going to go away. It only gets louder. But you start to realize that all it's doing is just yelling. It's like a dog, like Les Brown says this great book, uh, Power of Purpose. I highly recommend you listen to it. He says, fear is like a rabid dog with no teeth. (laughs) I love it. No teeth. It can't hurt you. You're the one that's deciding to hurt you when you decide to listen to fear and give in. So one of the things I uh, pulled away from my workout this morning is that my desire to be vulnerable, and I'm sorry, my desire to be authentic and to grow my life completely authentically and to do everything in a way that's fully authentic and to make it valuable to you, the listener of this podcast, I have to embrace two things. The things that most people don't want to, which is why most people don't do what I do. Two things I have to embrace. Number one, the presence of fear. And number two, the requirement of vulnerability to be honest with you about what scares the crap out of me. And it's this. It's simple. What scares the crap out of me is me being me on this podcast 
and you rejecting it. That's what scares the crap out of me. So here I am, stripped down, absolutely naked in front of you, hoping that it's enough. Brene Brown, is that's how she describes vulnerability. That's what I want to roll. That's what 2020 is going to be like for me. Join me, okay? Be a part of this. There is nothing more empowering, nothing more freeing, nothing more exciting than being able to be stripped down naked in front of other people and embrace the fact that they'll love you or they won't. And who cares? What matters is that when you're stripped down naked in front of other people, you can love who you are, regardless of what they say. When you love who you are, so will everyone else. They won't have a choice. <laughs> they won't have a choice. They won't. The, the message of today is how you start your day, right? The morning is what sets the tone. So I hope you noticed there's a difference, obviously, in my tone after working out. And so I created it. Here I am. It's, you know, it's early in the morning and I'm ready to go. I've got a massive uh, um, um, goal to hit this year. I've got a 90-day goal to hit, which is the first part of it. Of course, I'm using my Strengths Planner. If you haven't got your copy, go to my uh, unleashmystrengths.com. Lots of cool stuff coming, but you can go on that website, go and get entered into when uh, the 90-day uh, planner I give away every Saturday. I give one away. If you go to unleashmystrengths.com, you can go in and you can enter to win one. You'll also hear about a basic training I've got. It's like really cheap. It's 21 bucks. If you want it, great. If you don't, it's totally fine. I don't care. I just want to offer value. It's up to you. So have a wonderful day. We'll see you all on the next episode. Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. For more strengths coaching and tips, go to eddiepvia.com or join me live every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time at facebook.com forward slash grow with Eddie. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.